MLM Nation, episode 777. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, have you checked out the daily newsletter yet? Hey, it's free. I've been getting awesome feedback. I put network marketing in a fun way. And also, you're going to learn daily tips as well. And the best part is you can go through it in two or three minutes. If you haven't received it yet, go to MLMNation.com, hit subscribe, and be delivered to your email inbox five days a week. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. Edgar Mojica. Hey, Edgar, are you ready to make it happen? I am definitely ready, Simon. Let's get going. (laughs) Edgar Mojica was born in El Salvador, Central America. He grew up in New York City and was accepted to a bio-pre-med program at Columbia University's med school at 16 years old in 10th grade. Edgar eventually became a U.S. Army combat medic and had a professional medical career in neurosurgery for 25 years. He eventually discovered network marketing in 1978 and surely decided to pursue network marketing full-time. Edgar has a team of over 1.2 million customers and leaders and associates in 128 countries. He's been a million-dollar top earner since 2004 and top 100 in the world and been inducted to the Network Marketing International Hall of Fame in 2012. He's a father of six and lives in Palm Harbor, Florida. So Edgar, uh, and also special, really special recording. This is meant to be, always believe in fate. Today, as we're recording this, is Edgar's 24 years anniversary of the day he got started with his company back in 1999. So Edgar, welcome to ML Nation. Now, given everyone an intro, but please take us back to your background. How do you go from you know, going to med school, being a genius at 16 years old, getting to med school, and then being a neurosurgeon to network marketing. Yes, uh, thank you, Simon. It's uh, it's an honor to be here with you, sharing with uh, everyone a little bit about my background and history and what makes uh, what has kept me driving in, in this uh, wonderful industry. Uh, back in 1978, while I was in um, finishing my medical studies uh, at Columbia, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, invited me to a meeting with a company at the time that was expanding into Latin America. And he said to me, uh, Edgar, what are you doing tonight at 7 o'clock? I've been invited to a business meeting. Are you willing to go with me so we can find out what it is about? And I said, what is it about? He says, I don't know. Um, And so he didn't know. He didn't have the information. But we went to this meeting in Brooklyn, New York. And we walked into this building. We saw a lot of people nicely dressed up with ties and like executives. And when the meeting started... It was very accelerating, very uh, uh, motivating, you know, and I started listening to the stories on stage at the time in that meeting, and many of them were very inspiring. These were average individual people who they shared their stories, and I was impressed. And at the time, my focus was, of course, in a medical profession. And um, so anyway, at that that night, I decided to join that company. It was $80 to get started. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the $80. I was flat broke. I asked my friend if he could lend me the money. He said no. 
But I found this gentleman at the meeting that was willing to, to, to lend me the $80 with one condition that I join him. So I said I did. So anyway, I got home really excited about this new discovery that I'd made. And my mother came home from work. Uh, she saw this box of items on the kitchen table. And she said, what is this? Did you go shopping? I said, mother, I just started my new business. And she said, what? Are you crazy? You're, gonna, you're not going to quit uh, medicine, uh, your school, to, to do this. I said, no, mother, I can do it at the same time. No, you're not. Uh, yes, I'll, I'm going to give it a big try. No, you're not. And respecting my mother, my mother's wishes, because she wanted me to become a doctor, I decided not to get involved full-time. I didn't go to the meetings. I didn't attend any events. I didn't get on any conference calls. Nothing. I was just basically enrolled. I paid the gentleman the $80 just for the curious ones and wondering what happened to the $80. I paid him back, and uh, he said, what's, what's, what happened? So are you going to do the business? I said, no, I can't. I have to stay focused and, and dedicated to the profession that I want to do, medicine. And he said, I understand. I joined the U.S. Army. I was given the opportunity to continue with my medical training, my medical studies, as long as I uh, dedicated time to Uncle Sam, U.S. Army, medics. So I became a medic. Uh, I was a Walter Reed, U.S. Army Hospital in Washington, D.C. Uh, went to the Health Sciences Academy in Fort Sam Houston, Texas. Graduated with honors, and I thought I had it made. Well, after years and years and years of dedicated years of um, saving lives, I love saving lives, helping people, I came to the conclusion, the realization that I was not really happy. I was not satisfied. Great income, great profession, the top of the very top in the medical profession, but what was missing? What was missing was time freedom. Time freedom was missing. And as you know, Simon, when you don't have time freedom, you become a slave to your profession. And when you become a slave to your profession, the profession owns you, it controls you. And I said, I want more time freedom. I want to be able to play soccer, go back to playing soccer with my soccer team, take my kids to the park, take them to the movies, take them out to eat travel with the family, et cetera, et cetera. But I was not able to do that because I was under a uh, very, very strict and uh, schedule and contract. I was under a contract, medical contract with the hospital at the time. So I just never left it for next season, next season, next season, next contract, next contract, next contract. I'm going to resign. I'm going to resign and do something else. But I wasn't. So finally in 1992, I decided to announce my resignation at the hospital. Everyone thought I was crazy. Are you crazy? You definitely need your own neurosurgery. You know, what do you have in there? You have a tumor or something? Something is not connected. Let me take a look at it, Daddy. The other neurosurgeons. <laughs> Let me do a test. And I said, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. So what are you gonna do? I decided to join network marketing. What? Are you crazy? Isn't that one of those pyramid schemes? No, it's not. I said, we're already working in a pyramid scheme. This medical profession is already a pyramid scheme. So I said, I want my freedom, time freedom, so I can spend it with my family. And many of the other surgeons, uh, everyone very dedicated to the profession, they said, oh, you're such a romantic. You know, the kids grow, they get older, and then they forget about you. I said, not my kids. I want to be able to dedicate time to them now that they're young, they're little, be able to take them to school and spend time with them. 
So anyway, when I recite here a surgery, this is the this is the I didn't I have no idea how impactful this was going to be. I had no network marketing company to go to. I had no income. I had no team, no downline, nothing. Just the desire, the pure desire of knowing, knowing that I can be very successful and help even more people in network marketing than I did in your surgery. So at least over here, I can help them make money and stay healthy and uh, uh, develop a better lifestyle uh, for them to enjoy with their families. So I decided to resign. When I resigned at the time, I was married. Uh, I was living in North Dakota, working at a hospital, St. Luke's Hospital in North Dakota. And um, I got home at 10 o'clock in the morning, which I had never been home at 10 o'clock in the morning, never, because I didn't have time days off. So my ex-wife walks into the to the house and she said, oh, you're home early. Yes. What are you doing home so early? I said, I've, I've decided to take a vacation. Oh, yeah? Well, that's good. You earn it. Yes. So are we going anywhere on this vacation? I said, we're going to be able to travel all over the world. What? So for how long is this vacation? For a few years. What? Yes. I decided to resign. Are you crazy? So I didn't have the, the, the home support, you know, from my wife at the time. No home support. No family support. Everybody thought I was crazy. My mother. I brought you to this country to to be a doctor. To uh, you know, why are you doing resigning your your very prestigious career? You know, what are you going to be doing? Selling some little bottles and little pills? And no, mother, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's helping people, investing in people. That's the best investment that you can make when you invest in people. So anyway, <clears throat> the first network marketing company that I that I joined, um, my first check was three dollars and twenty eight cents. After a year of working at it, a year, $3.28. Why was it only $3.28? Because at first I found myself being in charge of my time, time freedom. So I, had, I was the boss of my own schedule. So being the boss of my own schedule, I would uh, get up at uh, the same time that I always did for 35 o'clock in the morning. We'll go to the weight room around 7 o'clock in the morning, be there until 10 o'clock in the morning come home, read the paper, read the news, watch some TV, have a cup of coffee. And I was basically was not organized. I was not organized. I was not disciplined. I was just letting it happen as it happened. And the days when my my, my friends would call me, hey, Edgar, you want to go kick the soccer ball? Sure, let's go. So I would disappear to the, to the soccer field and play soccer all afternoon, tournaments. So I was enjoying time with myself and my hobbies. Riding motorcycles, playing guitar, et cetera, et cetera. Things that I was not able to do before. I was enjoying that freedom. I had saved up a little bit of money from the hospital savings, but uh, it depleted. We went through the uh, savings account within a year. I was forced to declare bankruptcy. When I saw the bank foreclose on the, on the house in Fargo, North Dakota, in the middle of the wintertime in January, Things got really uh, serious. I mean, serious. I had to get my serious thinking cap on and develop more discipline. And what got me through all those years, what was able to to create what I had created so far, especially my neurosurgical profession, was discipline, commitment, focusing. And in network marketing, I didn't start out that way. So 
I, I went to the waiting room one day, one, one morning, and I was sitting there just uh, thinking, reminiscing, what was it that, that, that helped me become so successful in, uh, in neurosurgery? You got to be disciplined. You have to be focused. You have to concentrate. You know, you want to play soccer, you want to go here, you want to go there, you want to go to the movies, you want to go, you want to have a good time. No, it's time to get serious. You can become a multimillionaire in this industry. You see high school dropouts making million dollar income. You can do it. You know, what's the difference between you and them? You have such a great profession and great background. Uh, you speak two languages, you're bilingual. It's because you're lacking discipline. You have to be more disciplined. So anyway, I went back home, and that was the day that I decided to, to say, when people will call me to go, come on, Edgar, let's get together for a couple of beers. I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, let's do it some other day. Come on, Edgar, let's go play some soccer. You know, there's going to be uh, the workout between game between Brazil and uh, Mexico. No, I'm sorry, I have to do. What are you doing that is so important? I am learning to be a network marketer. A professional network marketer. They say, what? What is that? A professional network marketer. I said, I have a business and this is a business and I have to treat it like I've invested all $100 million instead of investing. Oh, I only have $100 invested in it. You have to treat it like a multi-million dollar business so it can possibly pay you a million dollar income if that's what you are after, if that's what you're focusing on. You know, we understand that there's no guarantees in life, but you can create your own destiny if you, if you, if you, if we call it that way. I decided to change my life. I decided to change my thinking and focusing. At the time, I involved, I been involved in a, in a, in a new company that uh, I started out of Utah at the time. This was 1994. That's when I saw my first $50,000 check for, for the month. In that company, I went from three dollars and twenty-four cents, twenty-eight cents around there, to fifty thousand. Why? Because I was focused. That's when I saw the the power of network marketing. And from that point, you know, uh, our industry sometimes we have to be uh, prepared for changes because it's life. It's part of life. It's, it's it's business. You know, the the company is still going, but I decided to uh, after a few. Things uh, decided to go to another company, and I was able to to I, I discovered that once you learn how, once you learn that how to do it, then you can be unstoppable. Once you learn how to do it, you can repeat it over and over and over again as long as you follow a formula that is basic, is simple, and duplicatable. That everyone can do it. Even a six-year-old child can do what you what you're doing if you keep it simple and basic. But at the time, at the before that, I was keeping things so complicated because working in neurosurgery, I was very analytical, very analytical, very scientific. I was not able to just simply talk about the product. I had to talk about all the ingredients. I had to talk about all the effects, everything. You know, the entire. The entire picture, and there was this lady from another company that said to me, "You know, you know, Edgar, your presentation is great. It can be motivating, informational, but it's not inspiring. Talk about your youth, how you grew up. Well, I grew up very poor in El Salvador, in a, in a huge poverty in El Salvador, um, crime infested uh, neighborhood. 
or worse than LA. Talk about that. Share your life story. It's about sharing your life story. What what makes Edgar Mojica think? What makes Edgar Mojica do? What makes Edgar Mojica, you know, what what makes him move? You know, talk about that because you'll be able to find more people that can relate to your story. So I learned, um, I put aside my my ego and arrogance from neurosurgery. And from that day on, I, you know, realized that this is a, this is a business that requires humility, requires humility, respect, appreciation, gratitude. And um, if you're an individual that already have all those qualities, that's great. But if you're an individual that has to learn those qualities, it can be a, a struggle at times because you don't, you really, you think you memorize the compensation plan, you should be successful. No, there's more than that. You have to be people driven, people oriented, you know, to be able to provide service to others. One of the famous quotes that uh, I've always remember is ask not what others can do for you, ask what you can do for others, you know, from um, Robert Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. And uh, since I heard that, when I was working in uh, neurosurgery, it stayed with me, you know. And and as you know, Simon, you have to become a student because before you can become a teacher, you have to become a student first and learn learn to um, to do um, to do the business. Learn to crawl first, you know. Some people want to run with the business before they learn how to crawl. Learn how to crawl, then you walk. Then, as you develop more abilities, you start running. But uh, anyway, I'm going to turn it over to you for any other any other questions because I could continue in this. Go on and on. Hey, I think I love this. One of the things, uh, I love talking to people like legends like you who have been in the profession for 30-something years, right? Because they're all amazing storytellers. Tell- I think uh, listeners and viewers who are watching on YouTube, you should see how Ed, Ed's telling the stories. He's very detailed, right? I feel like I know so, so much about him. I mean, that separates the ones who are true leaders and the ones who just kind of maybe had some quick success, the ones who've been in the profession for a long time are always amazing storytellers. And uh, I know you kept on talking and talking, but I wasn't bored. I was like, tell me more. It was amazing. <laughs> so um, this is something cool. Well, when I read your bio, right? It's like, we've been, this is almost 800 episodes. I We've been at ML Nation for over eight years now, eight and a half years. But did you know you're the first person I interviewed that went to Columbia? Mm-hmm. And I, I went to Columbia. And I lived in New York. I grew up in New York. Yes. So there's an instant connection, right? Yes, so that is yes. Really, really cool. Um, where was that meeting in, in Brooklyn, that, that meeting in 1978? That was at a warehouse. And uh, when I went to the meeting and my mother asked me where I was going because uh, I just dressed normal, you know, and uh, I said, I'm going to a meeting. And she asked me, what kind of a meeting? Uh, I said, I was joking. I said, a mafia meeting. <laughs> 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 and sure enough, when I walked in, Many of the people were, hey, my name is Vinny. My name is Ricardo. My name is, you know, <laughs> and I uh, said, whoa, wow, what kind of a meeting is this? And, uh, you know, I met uh, one of the top income earners with our company at the time, and he shared his story with me personally, how he got started and the struggles that he went through. And I said, well, I'm used to struggles. I'm used to that. It doesn't scare me. I, I find it challenging, you know, what happens when you go to the weight room and you want to develop more muscle mass, become stronger? You have to go through, be able to, to learn. You have to learn to deal with the resistance. It is the resistance that's going to create the strength. 
And I said, so that's how life is. So, okay, so what else do I have to do? Uh, he said, just keep it simple. Okay, so how do you keep it simple? Just keep it basic. How do you do that? How do you do that? And I always had questions about how, 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 how. I forgot about the why. Hmm. You know, many times we want to know how, but we forget about the why. And before we get to to get to the how, we have to learn to answer to to answer the why. Why do you want to get involved in network marketing? Why do you become? Why do you want to become a top income earner? Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to sacrifice in order to get to that level? Because as you know, Simon, from your success, a impressive success, it requires a lot of sacrifices. And uh, you face a lot of many challenges that other people don't see it. They just see you on the magazine and they see you on, on the platform with a beautiful pin and it sparkles everywhere. But they have no idea what you went through. So when you share with them what you went through in order to get there, then they realize, hey, wait a minute, he's just like me. I've been, I've been going through that as well. If he can do it, I can do it. You know? And you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. It's the, it's the, the University of, uh, this is Challenge University, network marketing, but it, uh, it uh, creates a, a leader, a uh, mentor, a coach. You learn more than at Columbia University. <laughs> Definitely. And so when you retired um, and resigned from medical in 1992, you said that you were going to make, people ask you, what the heck are you doing? Or these negative people. But you decided, hey, I'm going to make this happen. How did you get the confidence that you're going to be successful in network marketing, even though you had no success before and your friends, they all laughed at you, your mom didn't support you? Where'd you get that confidence from? I became a student. I, um, I was able to um, to uh, download, not download, but listen to Think and Grow Rich, number one. That was my Bible uh, when it comes to business. I listened to it over and over and over to this little cassette that was all worn out. I, I bought the book and read it and made notes on it. It came out and he talked about, uh, Napoleon Hill talked about the power of faith. You know, faith. Okay, we all talk about the power of faith, but how do you keep faith? Faith also requires discipline, also requires commitment, also requires courage. It requires uh, all of those elements that that create our part of faith. So I decided to go back to the basics. To the, by going back to the basic, I started learning and reading books about network marketing, about knowing about the difference between a legitimate network marketing business and another one that's called Pyramid Scheme. Uh, what's the big difference between all oh, a legitimate network marketing business? It involves the selling of product, uh, exchanging and training and motivating. It requires a lot more than just uh, here's the package and see you later. No. And uh, then I became more um, dedicated to the business and I developed more respect for the business, more appreciation for the business. And now I see network marketing here and neurosurgery here. Mm. You know, it's it's the opposite for me. For other people, it's like you went from here to here. No, I said I I went from here to here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um in the 30, this is my favorite question. What is your worst moment in network marketing? To the point that maybe you had doubts about it. 
but you decided to stay and not quit. And that's why you are where you are today. Yes. Um, there was a company that I got involved in that I did. Um, I decided to run an advertising campaign from Fargo, North Dakota into Montana. And Montana, Beulah, uh, Montana, 12-hour drive one way from where I lived and 12 hours back. I didn't have much money. We were recovering from bankruptcy. So um put some gas in the in the car and I decided to drive towards the, the meeting. I had already talked to the people that were supposed to be there. I had talked to 50 people that were supposed to be there at the meeting. When I showed up, nobody was there. No one showed up. I waited. It was I showed up on time, seven o'clock at night, time of the meeting. It's eight o'clock, nobody there, nine o'clock, nobody there. Um, uh, even a hotel manager said, uh, sir, uh, would you like to st stay the night? And I said, no, no, I'm going to go drive back to Fargo. That's a long drive. At night, yes. I drove back. And what did I listen to? Not music, not nothing else but thinking courage, Napoleon Hill. The tape over and over and over and all the tapes that I had at the time from um, from a, a company that was called Success Motivational Institute, which uh, Napoleon Hill was part of it. And um, I listened to it, I listened to it. And uh, when I showed up, when I went back home in the morning, my wife asked me at the time, so how did the meeting go? It went great. Oh yeah? How many people showed up? It's not how many people. Is the quality of people that showed up? <laughs> and she said, "How many? One." <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, "You drove all the way down there and back for one?" Yes. So how much money did you make? One hundred million. What? And she said, "I don't like it when you play around with the words." You know, I said, "I'm not playing around with the words." The most important leader in the world that has to start this business showed up. It's me. You first have to show up first. It starts with you. It starts with you. And then if you allow the what we already know as the law of attraction, like attracts like, just vibrate in that with that energy, that self-motivation. And you will attract others that will say, hey, I want to join him or her. I want to be with him. I want to be with her. You know? It's like, wow, I really love being around you. You're so enthusiastic. The house could be burning down and you're enthusiastic. Well, we'll build a better one, a bigger one, you know? And uh, that's how I was because in order to survive in, in San Salvador, in that neighborhood, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to be, uh, be positive, optimistic that you're not going to be there. Okay, you were born in poverty, but you're not going to stay in poverty. So when we went bankrupt, that's when I started doubting the business and myself. And I even was considering going back to surgery. And I said, no, 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 no. It was tempting, especially when they call you and they're offering you half a million dollars in bonuses if you go back. I said, no, no, no. The chief of surgery came over to my house with a check. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, doctor. I said, I cannot accept that I'm going to focus with my business. Do it for your family. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for them, you know, for all of us. So yes, yes, you do, as you know, Simon, 
you do get through, uh, we're not robots, you know, we're humans. And so you do get through those moments of a little bit of doubt, a little bit of self-doubt, but as long as that seed, you don't allow that seed to grow and germinate the rest of your body, the rest of your thinking and your brain, you will be able to get up, get back on that horse and keep riding, keep riding, keep riding, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I faith that tomorrow will be a better day than today, but you got to make it happen, man. You got to make it. And, uh, you know, uh, we can talk about motivation all day long, but motivation without action is nothing. You know, that's why the word motivation is, you know, it's motive and action. You have to have a motive. You have to have a reason. But you have to take action, motivation, you know, and um, our industry, what I love us, you know, and I'm sure we're connected on this. What we loved about our industry is that it's an equal opportunity platform, you know. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what your college education is or you never went to school. It doesn't matter. It doesn't check when you, your IQ. Your IQ is not important. It is not. Or your ingenuity or your... Your ability to sell it is not, it has nothing to do with that, or who your parents were, or if you're pretty or a model or whatever, it doesn't, doesn't. It's all about your attitude, your attitude, your inner core, and your attitude, your heart, that you, you sincerely care about others. And uh, be patient, be patient, be patient. I read the book on um, the bamboo farmer, you know, seven years for bamboo to grow a few inches off the ground. Where the first farmer who had, did not didn't know much about bamboo, he planted some bamboo trees, and after about five years, he saw that nothing was happening, and he thought there was nothing going to happen, so he sold the farm, very cheap. Another guy comes in, and what did you plant here? Bamboo. How long ago? About five years ago. Like I said, how much do you want for it? So he paid cash for the farm, and two years later, the one that walked away. He walked away too soon. And the other one walked in at the right time. The same like acres of diamonds. You know, the farmer that sold his land uh, because he found, somebody found a rock, a shiny rock in his farm by the river. And he put it on, a, on the mantle in the fireplace. A guy comes in visiting and he said, where'd you get this rock? Oh, by the river. They're all over the farmer was selling his farm, his farmland. So the guy said, do you mind if I analyze this rock? No, go ahead. It's just a regular rock. The guy had no idea that he was sitting on top of diamonds, a diamond mine. And that's how the Beers was discovered. The Beers diamond mine. Is that yeah. amazing? Yes. So in network marketing is incredible. Yes. So in network marketing, many people go through the same thing. They go like this, you know? because they don't educate themselves on the industry, on how powerful it is, on how huge it is, a multi-multi-billion dollar industry uh, throughout the world. Uh, it's, you know, we, when we think about it, it's an industry that's been around for over 75 years, 75 years, when many other companies have gone out of business, even car in, in the car industry have gone out of business, disappeared, multi-billion dollar companies disappeared, and network marketing has continued, you know, to stay the course. Even when the economy is bad, quote-unquote, network marketing continues to grow. It's impressive. It is impressive. It says, you're part of a multi-billion dollar industry that's been around for over 75 years, you know? 
You know, so, um, your acres of diamond stories. It's just to, for those who don't know that story, you should look it up. It's by uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, I forgot the person who told that story, but he, it's a real story. And the person who sold it was looking, that's a little lesson that he was looking everywhere for diamonds, but didn't realize his diamonds was in the old farm. And uh, right. he eventually quit and gave up because friends made fun of him and he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. The guy who bought the farm was the largest diamond uh, farm in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one was the bamboo story. I think five years, I think the bamboo doesn't grow anything. And then right, right after five years, but once it grows, I think it grows like 90 feet in 30 days. Like crazy. Yes. It just exactly. sprouts up. And all of a sudden you see, mm-hmm. where does the bamboos come from? But took mm-hmm. five years. Hey, ML Nation, what's something we all have in common? We want to be successful and we like to also have fun. And that's why I've created my ML Nation daily newsletter. It comes out to you free five days a week. And I put network marketing in a fun way and also share daily tips and make it quick for you to go through in two or three minutes. Uh, this has been the one of the biggest projects I've worked on in years. It took me over four months of researching, thinking, planning to put it together. Initially, I had tons of ideas. Then I realized I put tons of it in there. You're busy. You're not going to go through it. So I made it fun, quick, and easy for you to get daily tips and have a good laugh as well. Hey, best of all, it's free. Share this with your friends and your team. And how do you get it? Just go to mlnation.com, hit subscribe, and it'll be delivered to your email every single day. So, hey, I can, uh, I want to respect your time. We can go on and on forever. You've been amazing, Edgar. I just want to wrap up with some really quick questions. And really quick okay. to pick your brain. And these can be one sentence, two sentences. So the first one is, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Study. Hmm. Really? Oh, what's your routine? When you say study, do you have a morning? Do you study in the morning, in the evening? What's your routine? Uh, when everything is quiet, late at night, sometimes it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, when everything, even the birds, even the birds are sleeping, that's when I like to read because I retain more because it's less, it's a less hectic, you know, no distractions. I turn up. I always turn off my my ringer, the phone. I don't start checking to see who's writing to me. So I focus for 30 minutes. And the what I read, it has to be um, a type of literature that will help me mentally, emotionally grow so I can share with others. Like that story with Acres of Diamonds, I, I read about it uh, in the middle of the night around 2 o'clock in the morning. And when you go to bed and that those thoughts in your still vibrating, how you how you wake up is with your those thoughts, the same thoughts. It's kind of like my grandfather always said, if you go to bed singing a happy song, happy you shall get up. Yes. Oh, if you go to I'm bed write that down. sad, depressed, angry, well, guess what's gonna happen the next day? So he said, do not go to bed angry, depressed, make sure you change that energy before you go to bed. Read a positive book. Read about a positive story. So, yes, that's what I do. It's uh, it's what I what we feed our mind, you know. Our, we feed our bodies a uh, great diet, blah, 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 low fat, blah, blah. But what about our minds, you know? So I'm a firm believer, not just because of my, um, uh, my previous medical profession in in um, studying the brain and mind and neuroscience, but it's because I, ever since I was a kid, I was intrigued by the power of this little brain. You know? 
What's the best advice you ever received? The best advice? Yeah, that's that's a great question, um, Simon. The best advice that helped me turn things around is keep it, like I said before, basic, simple, and duplicatable. And I didn't understand it at the time. Keep it basic, simple, and duplicatable. So my question again was, how? How do I do that? When you have a complicated mind about, you know, analytical, you want to break, break apart the engine. You said, you drive a car, right? Yeah, of course. Are you a mechanic? No. You have to become a mechanic in order to drive a car? No. Imagine if everybody had to become a mechanic before they could drive a car. What would the car industry be? Hmm. So you don't have to become a scientist or a product formulator to get involved in network marketing. Or you don't have to know everything there is about selling to get involved and to be successful. Ah, okay. Then until I saw that um, that movie, sell me this pen. <laughs> you know, some people want to describe the ink, the structure, everything, the size of the pen. Instead of finding it, discovering it, and be the solution. You know. When people say, oh, I don't have a pen. I want to sign the contract, but I don't have a pen. You just pen. Are you thirsty? Uh, yeah. Would you like a glass of water? Sure. Coffee. Instead of, uh, here's some water. It's good for you. It's natural. Uh, especially filter. It comes from the glacier, blah, blah, blah. It's water. Uh, thank you, but I'm not thirsty. Discover, yeah. you know, a need. It's, uh, so I learned to do that in network marketing. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Say you have a qualified prospect right now. Do you send them a video? Do you want to meet face-to-face -to, -face to do Zoom? What do you like to use, Edgar? I like to use Zoom. The number one tool that I use, Zoom, because the uh, interactive, you know, face-to-face, -face, even if it's not physical, you can still transfer some energy, enthusiasm, to that person and, and then provide them with uh, thoughts that can cultivate into decision-making of, I want to join this guy, I want to join this lady, you know? I don't know who she is, who she is, but I want to join him. I know they're going to help me. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app? I use uh, a uh, an app that's called uh, BombBomb. BombBomb is, uh, is about videos. You... Record a video, a short video of uh, seconds, and I send it to people that are sent the information. Hello, Bob. This uh, this is Edgar. Just making sure that you receive the information, and it has a great impact mm -hmm. because you're right there. What the, what you need to do without annoying the the potential prospect is you have to be constantly present. You know, some people fail at follow ups. They fail, and we already know you and I, Simon. We know that the money's in the follow up. You know when the when the person is thinking about it, analyzing, should I, shouldn't I, should I? And you come right on, right on time and say, uh, hey, Bob, how's it going? I've been thinking about you, so I wanted to give you a quick call, uh, two minutes or less. I know you're busy, and um, you will respect the two minutes or less. You don't overstay, you know? So Bob said, you know, I decided to join you because you, you're the only one who has kept in touch with me. Great. Welcome to the team. Easy, simple, duplicatable. <laughs> yes. Have you yeah. mentioned about um, Think and Grow Rich a few other times? What other are there any two or three other books that you would recommend? 
Uh, yes, the power of thinking big. Yes. Also, yes. And um, as you think it, so shall be it. There are several. There's uh, like you, Simon, I have a huge library of books and training from from other outside the industry, from leaders who built um, great successful businesses, not just from Napoleon Hill, but also Tony Robbins and, you know, NLP, neurolinguistic programming. And you learn from everyone. Mm-hmm. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew nobody. So your contact list was zero, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? Oh, that's easy. What I've always done, run advertising campaigns. Advertising campaigns. There are so many ways that you can advertise your opportunity, your business. You can even do it for free. It won't cost you any money. Advertising campaigns. I used to, in Fire North Dakota, I used to post postcards and we'll go to supermarkets to the bulletin boards and post, you know, paste it there with a thumbtack. And uh, are you, uh, I would say, uh, make money now, blah, 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 call. Well, out of curiosity, people call me. Oh, I would write the greatest opportunity in America today, call. And they were calling me, what is this about? What is this about? What is this about? Because people are naturally curious. So my advertising campaign creates curiosity. So as you focus on creating curiosity, then of course you have to pre-qualify them and see who is who and kind of sort them out, you know? So yes, I will go advertising, advertising, advertising. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners and viewers can connect with you, Edgar? The best way they can either do it through social media at Edgar Mojica Network or uh, eMojica99 on Facebook. And um, and the, the best wo- word of advice is everyone on the call has heard so many words of wisdom. And, um, you know, there, there are a million gurus out there. But the, the fact is that... Uh, associate as much as you can with those who are having the level of success that you want to accomplish. If you surround us, you know, if you surround yourself with people who are at a lower income level, I'm not saying they're worse than you, but at a different level, but you want to be up here. Well, you have to associate with those who you want to, like I did with the neurosurgery. I associated with neurosurgeons, you know, when I play soccer, I associate it with soccer players. If you're a mechanic, you associate with mechanics, you know? So you're going to be a millionaire, a successful leader in network marketing, associate with, with those individuals. And many of them are willing to share their time and, and give you advice. You know, many of them. Mm-hmm. Like Simon. Yes. But I want, I'd like to say uh, something in, in a few seconds right now. Uh, thank you very much, Simon for this great opportunity to, uh, for inviting me to be part of your, your great movement of MLM Nation. Thank you very much. And um, anything that I can do for you as well, for your listeners, your audience, I'm here for you. You have a friend in Florida. So I hope to see you real soon from California to Florida. And I can even go to California and we'll get, to, get together. And I love talking, you know, network marketing. We can talk all day about it. Yes. <laughs> hey, MLM Nation. 
you just heard from a legend. You know, you're the average, uh, you know, Edgar talk about association. You know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you may hang out with the legend, Edgar Mojica. So keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com. Click on the podcast tab in the show notes with all the nuggets of wisdom. And definitely uh, follow Edgar on social media. See what he's up to and connect with him. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, and network marketing, you must help others. So Edgar, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Hey, ML Nation, before we wrap up, make sure you check out the new daily newsletter from ML Nation. This is one of the biggest projects I've worked on in years. took maybe four months just to get the first issue out, and it's all delivered to you for free. If you like ML Nation podcast, you are going to love the daily newsletter because I'm going to give you quick tips in a really fun way. And the best part of this, it takes only two to three minutes to go over it. So anyway, go check it out. Go to MLNation.com. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan with an amazing show from Edgar Mojica. Hey, I love talking to these legends. Uh, like I mentioned, show, those who have been in the profession for a long, long time, like for 30-something years, uh, they're excellent storytellers. They're so, so good at telling stories. And he talked about I know it's pretty cool. It's like someone actually went to Columbia, just like the, the school where I went to, my alma mater. Um, so just going out there and making it happen, making that decision, right? Like it's all mental, everyone. It's mindset. I think if, you know, if you're going to read uh, your recap here is uh, number one before, go to mlnation.com, click on the show notes page and follow Ed, Edgar, right? He's a little old school, but follow, but he's always doing new stuff. It's really well read. And look at how he tells stories. I listen to this again, again. And he shared this one thing is how good, and I'm actually about to share this in my mastermind group, is that reminding people is people don't buy the facts. Like the examples you give, like selling water, if you find the need and share the water, you probably go sell water. But if you're talking about this is from this brain, especially you talk about the features. Um, remember, people don't buy features. They buy what it can do for them. Right. And I think a lot of times, especially for me, when I first started, we're talking about features. We're talking about how great the product is. That's not going to get people to buy. What gets people to buy is really the story, sharing your struggles. Right. When Edgar starts sharing his struggles about, you know, going up in El Salvador, being poor, being in, in a crime infested area, and then coming over, how to be, how to go through that struggle and the struggle of no making money, but no time, right? Being a doctor, that, you know, going bankrupt by right? barely making it. That is like what people relate to, right? Um, you know, when he shared a story about lack of discipline and using up his savings, that was me. You know, that was me. I struggled for months when I got started in network marketing in 2003, made zero money. And um, I did a little bit better than Edgar did. He made $3.18, but I had no discipline, no consistency. And that is what it, it takes, right? Being, being able to stay consistent. And then his aha moment is just being the basic, right? Simple and basic and duplicatable. Stop. That's what people buy. That's what people want to do. Simple and basic and duplicable and sharing your story. There's so much other stuff I can share with you, but it's so good. Um, the Think and Grow Rich, The Power of Faith, sharing the worst moment when you went and no one showed up. Just go back and, and stop plugging yourself to talking to successful people, plugging yourself to personal development, because that's what's going to keep you going. The further you're away from that, it's easy to get discouraged, right? And when you're discouraged, that's more important to work on the mindset. Right. And you know that it's always going to be up and down. It's always going to be up and down. Don't worry about how. Sometimes people, I, if I need to know the technical, but why? Why do you keep going? Why do you believe in yourself? Why do you listen to this podcast? Why do you think you can make it? 
right? Give yourself more reasons why you can make it instead of like, how am I going to do it? Why will you be successful? I think with, with Edgar, he's like, he didn't have confidence. He didn't, but he went through being a student. And I think being a student, learning, taking action, right? Taking action gives us confidence. Right? Every time, think about every time you just, if you learn, 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 but don't take action, that doesn't give you confidence. But when you learn and take action, that's where the confidence comes in, right? So anyway, great show. I can go on and on. Um, hey, these on um, these episodes are not free. Take a lot of my time to set this up, my team to set this up, interview. Someone like Edgar, he's a legend. It took us like uh, two or three times to get the date down. And it was actually a really special day, 24th anniversary, year anniversary, the day he got started with his company and with his current company where he's made millions. So uh, make sure you follow him and also subscribe to ML Nation on your favorite podcast. Share this with a team member. Share this with your friends. And uh, if you have a doctor, hey, prospect, this is an episode to share. Also, make sure you, you subscribe on our YouTube channel. Anyway, I'm Simon Chan. That's all I have for you right now. Let me know how you like this. Uh, I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Now it's over to you. Make sure you take action when you learn. And ha- like Edgar says, serving and helping others Go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life. God bless you all.